with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapana Rama for super coach purposes. Round 15's in the books. And, mate, in the last few weeks, the old updates, there's nothing, you know, the Thursday game gets done and then there's nothing till Sunday. We're getting this initial sort of update on the on the Sunday and, and it's not a good one. Uh, and then we get this wild, swingy last one where, <laughs> you know, a lot of the problems are sort of worked out and, and it all mostly seems to land right. Uh, I don't know what's going on. And but look, as long as they get there in the end, but it's just bizarre. It's really bizarre. Um, for the week, I think I'm probably sitting around par at my 1,239, maybe a tick below. It's I always go, gauge I'm in some strong head-to-heads. I'm winning six out of ten of those. One of them's a draw. Um, you know, so I'm probably right on the borderline. I'm, I'm sitting in 300 and something overall, so... You know, I might see a couple of red arrows, which is a bit disappointing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting at 365, so it might see me drop a, a, a smidge, but if I'm lucky, it won't be too much. Um, I think it could be sort of a 1250, 1275 sort of par. Um, it was a pretty good round. Um, there wasn't... You know, I mean, everybody, the most people, Captain Cleary, and he went well. Um, so, you know, everyone's cheering and, you know, the, the scoring, there wasn't any huge, huge 150, 180s. And, there, you know, the only other captain was Hines and he updated nicely as well. So, you know, it's a round where I don't think the swings between huge scores, you know, uh, in a couple of chats, I mean, someone's like, I, I had a big 1400. Well, that's great. You know, um, you, you're going to see some nice green arrows if you jag the 1400. Um, let's talk about my trades for the week. I only did one. I brought in um, To'o and I sold Angus Crichton. Uh, look, Gus to me was somebody who I just didn't see tons in. You know, this year he hasn't really. The average is 59 and we know he had that slow start to the year. He has hit his straps and, you know, he's probably a bona fide, you know, hold, you know, for the whole year but to me you know I just see Toto as someone who can get hundreds and get hundreds on the regular he was at the absolute lowest price you could get him at and I held players like Homoli and Kikau um, you know in in instead uh, you know I got rid of um, Crichton you know it didn't really burn me that much you know either which was good uh, because Toto, we know, was a sensational buy for this week. He went and tunned up, uh, which was great. Got that junk try right at the end of the game, you know, which is fantastic. And uh, Angus, you know, finished on a 60, which is, you know, 40 points the difference. But I just feel like Toto was, it was the time to go, you know, right now. And in sure, I could have sold someone like Kickout probably, um, you know, but I, I pulled the trigger on on Gus. Um yeah, let's go over the round that was and some of my thoughts about the round Souths, mate. How bad were they? They stink it up big time. Uh, look, there was big trade-ins, uh, you know, this week in Campbell Graham, uh, Mulatalo. You know, they didn't really, I mean, AJ was, was a big one that was brought in and they didn't really fire this week, you know, and go off, um, 
you, you know, you had um, Graham go for a 30 this week, which will be disappointing. I still think he's a good buy. He's obviously missed Origin again as well. Um, but, you know, it just didn't work out for you, you know, the week that you bring him in. And that's his lowest score of the year. Uh, AJ, uh, you know, 31 as well, which wasn't great. But the, they were terrible. Ilias got hooked and finished with a minus one. Now, I know that's not a popular th- thought of mine about the minus for your AE scores, counting, you've got to get a player who's above zero. And and I hear that that's because of the computing, you know, in the background, that it has to be a positive score. I, I don't agree with it. I think an AE, you're getting an AE because you obviously didn't stay on top of teams. or And, you know, in the case of someone like Cotter this week who was out in the warm-up, well, you know, you got to, it's a, it's a roulette. And sometimes if you've got good scores on your bench, like last week, an AE would have been 75 points because all the bench was, my bench was awesome. Sometimes you get the good and I think sometimes you should get the bad. I've lost a head-to-head in a cashy this year because there was a minus score in there and they, you know, grabbed an 18-19 player instead and it miffed me. Uh, so I'm in the camp of, you know, if you get an AE, sometimes it works out well for you. If you get a good score out of it, sometimes it should be, you know, you'll get a shit score. And that includes a minus one. And I, I, I don't know how the code works in the old back computing, but I think if you get an AE, the lowest score on your bench, and if it's a minus, then get it. You know, <laughs> that's my personal opinion. And that's all I'll say on that one. Uh, and while we're on the, because that was Ilias, obviously, with his minus one, I can live with it if that's how they're going to do it, though. But, you know, I, I'm personally in the camp of it's an AE. You play AE roulette. Um, Cody Walker, hasn't he got an attitude problem? He's absolutely terrible. You know, he, he's costing himself and his team um, success the way that he plays, you know, his temperament. Obviously, AJ, I mean, um, A-Ray was important to him in a footy sense, but I think even in a calming sense as well. Uh, he's been awful. And he's he's actually a hard old own, you know, to, to be quite honest. You got I'm, I've got Munster and Cody in my 5.8s, and I'm tempted to get in a dill bags, you know, for this buy and run home. I mean... He's he's been real rubbish. Uh, Cotter, he, we know he did that hammy in the warm up, and it might have caught a few people off guard. Um, and mate, didn't Manly choke hard in that one? Those they came home with a wet sail and a half. Um, look, the Sharks, they got a win, but I tell you what, Sharks fans, don't be buying your grand final tickets. <laughs> It wasn't hard opposition by any stretch of the imagination. And how many tries did they bomb? They Mulatalo got bombed for, for three tries where he was completely open to the line. Uh, and even Katoa missed, I think, at least two or three just because of Ramian. You know, Ramian and Moylan uh, are playing very selfishly in that team. And you, you could have had six more tries. You know, they really should have spanked them in that game. And, you know, watching the Penrith Panthers, they're a team that they've got so much swag, but they don't play selfishly. They pass if there's a player that's in a better position to them. They play for each other. And they, they seem satisfied enough with putting away their outside winger. You know, the centers, they don't feel the need to hog it, you know, for glory. And I think when watching the Sharks going to play this week they look like they're all a little bit self-oriented if you know what i mean uh they look shit to me and uh, i wouldn't be i wouldn't be buying your grand final tickets guys not yet um origin there's some changes rumored um the rumors i mean i'm i think they're pretty strong 
um, I think it was said on the footy show on Sunday. Stags is out. Burton is in, uh, which is, you know, he got that corked shoulder. But the good thing is, obviously, Stags out of origin is going to be good to go for your round 17 teams. And he's been pretty awful, but he's a number. <laughs> and he's going to be a number now. Um, Burton is going to come into the team in the centres. Uh, and obviously Critter, Crichton's going to be the other centre because um, Latrell is not going to get up. Big surprise for me in Talakai <laughs> coming into the team. I think it's a mistake. Uh, yeah, I really can't get my head around this one. I mean, it's been a couple of good games for Talakai this year, and the rest of it hasn't been all that good. Um, so, look, I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, you know, Talakai's a, a round 17 number. It's going to be uh, Origin 3 that counts, isn't it? And Luttrell will definitely be right to go for that. Um, but look, he's picked on the bench, they say. So that's a, you know, we'll have to monitor it, I guess. Maddo is out of Origin. He, he came in last game and I, you know, I thought he was one of those ones that could be in danger. Yeah, I think he's having a sensational year, but he's just a real big bonus to come back into your teams for the round 17. Um RCG has been dumped. Gerbo is in. Appy is Ruben to come in on the bench. Obviously, we know that Cotter did that hamstring injury uh, in the warm-up. Really unfortunate because he's having a sensational year. Um, and they say it could be Arrow that comes into the team as well. Um, that might be good news for the people who have Trent Peoples, wondering if he's ever going to come back into the team. So if you lose Murray and Arrow out of that team, he's got to be a fair chance. And that'll be an extra bonus for you in year round 17. Um, Gutho, I think, has come uh, in to the extended bench as well. Um, is that all the changes? Oh, I mean, we'll wait and see what when they're proper named. But um, the ramifications, I think, is obviously you get a Maddo back um, and you may lose a Talakai, you know. But I think by game three, unless he holds his spot, that's that'll be the only time it's, you know, a worry. Um Look, I was going to talk about the Teddy and Manu try assist. You know, I hear a lot of this, oh, it always goes to the sweeping fullback. Well, it it shouldn't. (laughs) You know, I think for the most part, the sweeping fullback, if they do create the extra man and, you know, they're the driving force behind that try being scored, sure, give them to the the sweeping fullback. But in this instance, a lot happens after that. Manu puts on the gas, you know, he draws in and, and creates the overlap, flick passes it to a, a, a to a winger to go over. A fair bit of running and passing and drawing and passing happened after it. And I think in those instances, you've got to look at what happens after the sweep. You know, it doesn't necessarily make the try, in my opinion. Uh, you know, and uh, I was glad that it went to Manu. You know, the actual NRL has Teddy as no line break assists for the game, no try assists. So, it's a pretty big jump to say that he deserved the tries. It wasn't even really sweeping. It was more like he was already in the line and he just caught and passed, in my opinion. You know, what if it happened on the halfway line where they did that exact same move, a sweeping fullback play, and then it goes out, you know, and it's on the halfway and then the player runs ahead, Manu, whatever, tackle breaks, you know, and offloads to a winger for, for a try. Are we st- still giving it to the sweeping player then? You know, if a half a footy field of stuff happens after that. I just think you've got to – those ones, uh, if it's black and white, you know, you don't need to necessarily give it to the sweeping player. That was obviously Manu's and he got it. I still think they jibbed uh, Manu one of his line break assists and gave it to Teddy as well. But – 
sanity prevails because that's that's not a sweeping fullback play that made the try. It was Manu. Um, Perez, <laughs> I just noted that down at the end of that game. Isn't he a good bloody cheapie? He's made a nice score this week, and a lot of people played him, obviously, against the West Tigers, and he, he delivered. Now, he looked sensational out there, scored a nice try, uh, and he's going to keep on kicking on with his money. So a lot of us in the boat of who do we move on to bring in round 17 options, while well, I think Karaz has clearly put himself ahead of Kula. And, and those types, two Pilottos, those are one of the ones you can hold and just keep pumping him for money. And, you know, you could play him pretty safely in most games as well. Um, so, yeah, good. It's good to get some good cheapy news in there. Um, the good, bad, and ugly, we'll go through the games. The first one, we touched on that, the bunnies. Aren't they terrible? There's no top eight for the bunnies this year, although um, Latrell's going to come back into the team. That'll probably help him, you'd imagine. But, wow, it's no good at the moment. Hooking Ilias and, uh, I mean, and, you know, Cody Nicarima's no good. I got pumped by the dragons. It was oh, it was you felt like you were you were in the twilight zone watching that game. Just how quickly they scored and dominated early. Um, the good scores in the game were Cook. Look, the funny thing is, Cook finished on a good super coach score, one hundred and three. But I think he overplayed his hand big time in that game. Made as many mistakes, did did as many shit things as he did good things, but. He's a super coach friendly player and he scored well, 103 points. Um, other honorable mentions, Murray. It's funny, these Rabbitohs, they've got, you know, they've got some super coach ability in them. So even if they get pumped, you know, these players, the usual suspects, still do well. Um, Lomax was good. People were thinking Lomax, Graham, Mulatalo, AJ, and Lomax, he bounced back. I tipped it that he would, and I, some people were messaging me. In the old social, should I play him or should I sit him? And I said, play him. Because I think it's a he's going to be up for this game after the stuff he was doing last week and copping a bit of criticism. Uh, and he was good. He finished with a 74. Ravalawa, people brought... I mean, Jake from the old super coach experience was talking him up and said, I'm going to bring in Rava because he was cheap as chips. He was good. And he scored a 76 this week. Um, nice. Nice work. Um, who else did I put in there? DeBellin. You know, he's 78. I think he scored a try. The bad for me, it was a couple. Well, th- three players. Cody Walker, 34 points. The bloke is bordering on a liability for that team. Uh, 1.1% of people brought him in. And uh, 2.4 actually put the VC on him. Well, I don't think he's even VCable anymore. He's got one ton this year. And it look, he's a hard hold. He's just, the attitude stinks. But, I mean, it would be, mad, oh, it'd be a little bit you know, risky, a bit luxury trading if you were to get him out. But that 5-8 spot, you've got some good options in the, um, you know, in the round 17 by, you know, in Dylan Brown, um, in the halfback spot. If you've got Jules, you've got Hughes, and he's doing well as well. So, uh, look... <laughs> He's a tough old own. Um, the other one was AJ. He's 7.6% owned, which is, you know, he's a nice pod for you. I talked about him on last week's pod saying he's getting a bit expensive for people because he's been so good. It was a 31 this week. 1.9% of people brought him in. Uh, and that's the thing. If the bunnies stink, 
He stinks. If there's not tries galore, you know, you don't get the best of AJ. Um, Graham, 13.1%. He's having a great year, uh, Graham. Um, and this is a lot. This is his lowest score of the year, isn't it? Um, 30 points from him. Um, 3% of people brought him in. He was even VC by 1.1% of people. So, um, look, it was a pity, wasn't it? They just got played, you know, they just got outplayed big, big time um, by the Dragons. And so, you know, they there was no points. Yeah, it was easily by, you know, well, he had another 30 earlier in the year. So he's matched his worst score of the year. Uh, the ugly was obviously Ilias. Downdated to a minus one, saving all of these people getting AEs. Um, but he got hooked. Um, 0.9% of people sold him. Uh, look, that's some good super coaching, I guess. I mean, uh, he is around 17 number, isn't he? Or is he going to survive? It's There's a lot of questions in there now. And um, he's been scoring okay, you know, for super coach. But the minus one this week is going to see cash drop. Um, and look, he's... Uh, you know, oh, fingers crossed he survives till the round 17. Um, moving on to the next game, the Seagulls, mate, they did a Raiders. They faded, you know, and, uh, you know, they got run down by the Cows, 28 to 26. Uh, look, my good scoring for the game was Val. He's a nice pod uh, for players. Val, he finished on 99. A couple of tries in there. Um, love the old chest bump stuff with Garrick out there, and I think Val won the day. Um 0.3% of people brought him in. You're absolute geniuses. Um, he's been pretty good. You know, 35, 58, 59, 65, and then the 99 today. So that's really making that five-round average pretty tidy. Uh, obviously, we know he goes off to origin. But, I mean, he's, you know, scoring okay. He's a nice pot in that um, center wing area. Um, the other good scores in there, Garrick, 74. I think he's a season-long hold. And, you know, um, you know, your Manus, your Grahams, I think Garrick's one that you want to hold for the rest of the year. He's just scoring well. He's very busy. Um, a good goal kicker as well. Um, DCE with a 73 um, was good as well from a super coach point of view. Robson with a 69. Uh, nice. And Nanai, uh, back from injury. People, you know, um, held on to him. So well done, 77. Uh, look, my bad was Ola. And look, it's not even really a bad um, score. 56. It's a bit harsh, Ado. 2.1% of them uh, people brought him in. Uh, and, you know, you'll take it, won't you? I mean, it's not like it's a bad, bad score. But comparatively, to how he's been. He's been an absolute weapon this year. Um, it's probably just a little bit uh, low. It was a bit meh. Uh, well, look, let's have a look at him. You know, over the last... Oh, yeah, I suppose. In, over the last five. 45, 70, 86, 112. Just seems like after the last three weeks. <laughs> I'm getting greedy. Um, but 56. Sorry, Ola. You know, it wasn't his... You know, damaging best. Um, the ugly for me were two players. It was the Hammer, who's 6.5%. He was a mistake to bring in. He's finished on 19. I can't believe 68 people brought in the Hammer. You know, he's not a good own at all. Um, the last five has been a 12, a 22. We had a 67 in that buy round, a 20, uh, and then a 19 this week. It's no good. Um, Cooler, he's 40% owned. Um, a fish with a 38, which is not the worst. Um, but... You know, he's probably, you know, he's behind. You know, Karaz now is someone that you want to hold on to, I think, and he's probably done his job. Um, you know, albeit it hasn't been big, big money, but, you know, I think he's done, you know, he's ripened up now for, for a move on. Um, 
And most people didn't play in this week, which is good as well. Moving on, the Storm got the job done against the Broncos. The good for me was Hughes, 10.8%. So that's like, you know, that's on pod territory. Um, Fish with a 101, it's a nice percent to have, you know, when when you've got the good scores. And he's been having a pretty good year. Um, Over the last five, 108, 60, 77, 55, uh, 73, and then this 101. Mate, he's a, he's a good player. He's a good super coach player, um, even in that Melbourne team. Uh, the other good scores were Munster with an 87. Aramaya got an 82. Oates was good with a 70. And Meany was good um, as well with an 85. My bads were Josh King, uh, 30, oh, 36 points. Um, the time is up, I think, for him. Oh, even though he's, you know, he's going to be around 17 guy, uh, you probably move him on right after that. You know, should you hold him? I don't know. He's missed his BE this week one way or another. The last five weeks has been a 47, a 39, a 38, and a 43. Um, then you're into a 36 now. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us have other pressing things to do. And if you get a 35 off him in the buy round, you're probably happy to move him on. Although, you know, you're going to start to lose the cash that he's made. Um, for you because he didn't make the BE this week. Um, Stags, 16.8% owned. It was a 35 this week. And look, my notes just say Stag sucks. 1.3% of people sold him. Uh, and look, the scores over the last five weeks, 14, 35, that very, you know, seldom thing you see from him, an 80, um, you know, and then he's an 82 and then he's into a 46 and then a, a 35 today. That's, you know, 80s, and, and and they're coming too irregular for him. He's more like a 30, 40s um, type scorer. But we do know he's missed origin now. So maybe you hold him and hope for an 80 in the buy. I don't know, but... It's he's not he's not a good super coach gun that's for sure. Um, the cheese is ugly as well. Eight percent. Um, he's fish with a twenty five. I think he's going to be one of the top contenders for the flop of the year. Twenty eight, thirty seven, fifty four, twenty nine, and then the twenty five this week. No good. Um, moving on to the sharks versus the titans. It was an ugly game. It was a hard watch. Um, too many hogs in that um, sharks team. Uh, but anyway, the good scores uh, look Hines. He got some nice old updates, didn't he? Um, nearly 20 points worth, finishing on a 96. He was the second highest um, captain, which is good because he's you know very close to Cleary, who was the most popular captain. 0.2% um, of people sold him. <laughs> so he's missed origin, it looks like, um, and he's, he's uh, you know, absolutely... He's just got, he's an accumulator of super coach points and you want him in your team. Uh, you know, so those people who sold him, it was very ballsy of you to sell him. Um, I think he's one of the top people you want in round 17 for sure. Um, we talked about Graham and AJ not going very well this week as, as of the popular buys, people bringing in round 17 people. Mulatalo um, can jump in there as well. He's the bad one for me. 43 is not the worst score. Um, you know, it's like me picking on Ola. Um, but but, mate, he could have been on over 100. He got hogged. He's got a hog on the inside of him, just running the ball, even when he's unmarked on the wing. it's It baffles me. And if I'm the coach, he's supposed to be a good coach, Fitzy. Surely you're having some chats with Moylan and Ramian about the way they're playing. Six tries, I counted, that went begging. 
in that game. But poor old Mulatano, he was robbed of three tries. Uh, Fisher with a 43. Um, look, my ugly is going to be Talakai, 39. He finished on, um, he's 34.7% owned. 2.1% of people brought him in because we thought he's going to be a fantastic round 17 option. Uh, and now he's been named in origin. So it's confusing. I think you've got a hold and we've got to... I mean, if New South Wales lose and get pumped and he has a rubbish game, he can be on the outer again. I imagine there's going to be mass changes again. Uh, so you do. You you definitely hold him, I think, to the round 17 because, you know, he's been scoring okay until this week, you know, 50, 60s, um, and you want that probably in the buy if it's available. Um, you know, Moylan and Ramian get a big cross for me um, even though Moylan finished on a 96 <laughs> uh, Katoa was good with a 74 was it um, Marju was good with a 72 Braley a 69 Tino uh, a 77 he's really been a He's improved in his super coach output um, this year Tino uh, over to the New Zealand Warriors getting pumped by the Panthers Cleary the chin was good 103 points 2.8% of people brought him in. You want to obviously finish the year with him, don't you? Um, but he was highly captain, 35.3%. The chin was on. It's good. Uh, other good scores in the game. To'o, I brought him in and he turned up. You know, he's going to be a heck of a lot more expensive for people as well if they want to get him in. Dylan Edwards, sensational. 105 points. Uh, Appy was good with an 87. He's into that origin team. So maybe you can move him on. Uh, you know, he's done his job. He's been scoring pretty well. Um, you know, maybe it's a thought. You, know, you can cash him in now. Um, Walsh from the uh, Warriors was pretty good with a 75 as well. He really tries hard, doesn't he? Um, my bad was Targo. Made in the wild old updates. He went down into the 20s and then he's back up to a 38. 0.2% um, of people sold him uh, over the last five weeks. It's been 56, 58, 58, 69, and then this 38. Um, when you're looking at ones to sell, I think May is more the hold. If, you, if, you, if you're deciding between um, May and Targo, I just think that maybe May, with that upside for multiple tries, might be, you know, you keep him there as your attacking one. Um, or, you know, the scorings, if you've got more important things to do in your team, you could probably hold Targo. 50s and 60s is fine, but, you know, it's not, you know, this week it was a 38. Um, look, I'm putting Kikau in there, 27.7% owned. He's got a 47. Um, look, you know, 1.1% of people brought him in. You brought him in for uh, a 47, uh, no tries, and that's what you get. If, if if there's no tries, it's not an 80-90 from Kikau. It's going to be this score, um, which, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, moving on to the Eels versus the Chooks. They gave him a bit of a hammering, the old um, Eels. Uh, Sean Lane, 2.5% owned. He's uber, uber, uber pod. Uh, Fish with a 98. 114 people actually brought Lane in. And obviously, you know, Eels are targets for your round 17. And he gets good minutes. Um, so look, 41, 82, 91, 59, and then this 98 this week, he's an uber, uber pod. Um, other good scores in there, dill bags with an 84. I mean, if you've got a dill bags and monster combo, I think you're doing a hell of a lot. You're happier than us bloody uh, Cody Walker owners. Um, anyway, yeah, that's it. Um, Suwali, everyone sold him, and he's got a 101. A couple of tries in there. Uh, you know, he, we did say... 
you he's a luxury sell if you want to sell him he's made good money and he was up against a big BE but he was perfectly fine to hold much like what I'm saying with Targo I think you could have held Targo you could have held Suwali if you did hold Suwali and you got a ton this week well done um IPAP IPAP thing 73 I think you want him in your team for the run home and for the round 17 um Sivo was good with a 78. Uh, and Manu, he updated and got his rightful try assist line break assists. Um, he was jibbed one more, which he should have had as well. But I'll take um, I'll take his 85. Um, the bad for me was Teddy. After he lost his phantom freebie points, he finished on a 57. And that's low for Teddy. But, I mean, look, that's his floor. It's not the hottest game. You know, he didn't really do much out there. But um, you'll take a 57. Seven as a as somebody's floor. He's just a very consistent player, and even when he has a bad game, it's still. Um, you know, I thought Nico Hines had a bad game. He finished on ninety six. That's the thing. These guys that just rack up super coach points, and that's Teddy has an off game, and it's a fifty six. Um, look, the ugly for me was Tupu, two point eight percent. of the people sold him. Uh, 36 from him this week. He's slipping. Um, 58, 34, 107. It was a 34 last week and then a 36 this week. So three 30s out of the last five. Um, I think he's probably a sell. You know, he's, he's... Get get yourself a nice round seventeen with his value. Um, I, I, I think he's slipping a little bit. Um, Butcher seven point three percent of people, and if it was a twelve point um, six percent of people sold him. It's such a shame because he's been really good. Um, I don't know. I didn't actually watch this game. I was out on the turps, but you know, did he get low minutes or something? But it's not good. Twelve points. Um, over to the Raiders versus the Knights. We nearly tried to lose it, didn't we? The old Raiders. Uh, Hey, it's oh no, we're gonna get some grey hairs soon. Just being a Raiders fan, just from how much they, you know, it's, oh, it's heart and mouth stuff. Watching them every game, uh, they really should have won that by twenty points today. Um, Tappany was my good eighty-one points. He's probably the best forward in the game this year. Twenty-one point nine percent own him because he's been going great. Three point five percent bought him in. He's not a buy player. You know, but people brought him in, a good number of people. But it's he's having some sort of a year. The last five weeks have been very good. 63, 73, 78, 95, and then an 81 this week. It's elite in the front row. Um, so I get the ownership. And I, I'm a Raiders fan, but I don't even have him in Supercoach. It just didn't work out for me. Uh, good scores in there for Hudson Young as well with an 88. Ponga was good, even though he looked rough as out there. And I think he had a stomach complaint. But he still scored well, 86. Uh, Elliot was good with a 79. Mann was good with a 72. And Barney was good with a 73. Um, they're, they're a round 17 by player team as well. Barney always sort of interests me. Some people saying Garner, Barney. I said you could go either or. Um, but he got a good score today. So well done to Barnett. My bad was Gags. 2.9% own Gagai. Um, a 40 points, you know, it's a bit harsh, much like me and uh, Mulatalo. Um, but look, over the last five, it's been a 41, a 51, a 40, a 16, and then you pump this 40 in there. He's not really worth holding. You, he's an Uber pod, obviously 2.9%, but if it's, you got to get rid of him because he's not scoring well enough to have, uh, pl- to be playing in your center wing. 
you know, he's obviously off to origin as well. The ugly for me was Wolford, 6.8%. Um, look, it's a 22 points. It's just, he hasn't been a good cheapie, has he? Uh, 15, 30, 50, 28, and a 22. You know, what are you going to do with him? But he's, oh, mate, it's no good. Um, he's not really got a super coach friendly game, even though he's getting good enough minutes. No, he's just got no base in him. Um, on to the Dogs versus the Tigers. The Dogs got the job done and absolutely whacked him. Um, the good, even though he wasn't the highest scorer in the game, I had to give it to Karaz. He's been a good cheapie, hasn't he? He's um, you know, going to make a good price as well. Price rise, um, 73 from him today. He looks damaging out there. Just good. You know, he's got a good step on him and he runs with Venom. Um, really like the look of him as a player. Uh, and he's been scoring well. We had a couple of low games in there a few weeks ago, 29 and 38. Oh, sorry, in 30. But since he started, it's been 56, 85, the 29 and the 30, and 98 last week. Uh, and then he comes up with a 73 today, which I think is good. Um, other good scores in there. Burton was good with a 74. Avarillo, I think, fullback's his spot. Um, yeah, they Otto can coach, it seems. <laughs> They've been up and about, haven't they, the last couple of weeks? Uh, and Avarillo, 73 points. Shoop was good, 73. The Fox was good with a 70. Uh, and Ming, I've said, you know, that I'm happy to hold him as my backup sort of front rower, my third front rower. Uh, and he just keeps pumping out good scores. He's getting pretty good minutes as well. Um, and... Oh, mate, honourable mention to him. 66 today, which is good. So he's going to cover his BE and just keep on pumping away money. Break even was 22. So well done to him. Uh, how are we going for time? This week I was going to do my mid-year awards um, of uh, positionally. They're my opinions, obviously. You may not agree with me, but there's reasons why I give a winner, you know, in positions for super coach purposes. Um, and I'll go over those next. Welcome to Adrian's Mid-Year Supercoach Awards. <laughs> In the hooker position, the award for the year so far for me goes to Harry Grant. He's played 11 games. He's averaging 82.2. He's got himself a couple of hundreds in there. And I like to look at players at their lowest three scores to just to see how quickly it jumps up, you know, that third lowest. And you get a real feel for how consistent the player is. Harry's low three is a 48, a 51, and a 58. That's some serious super coach output. 48 is his lowest score of the year. And by the time you get up to that third lowest, he's already up to 58. He's made some uh, money this year. 644000 he started at. He's made uh, it up to 834000 k at his peak. Uh, and he's at 720k now, which is pretty good holding of cash. He's made 80000 for the year. But just the scoring is amazing. And he's 10 points clear of the second best hooker. So... He's had a ripping year, uh, Harry. He's such a good super coach uh, gun, uh, and he gets my award for the best hooker. Um, look, the honourable mentions for me are going to go to Cook. Um, he is much more of a pod, 18%. I know, I think Kando, uh, Dr. Kando is going with a Cook and Grant in hooker, and I think he, that's pretty smart going. Um 
he has played 14 games. His average is 74.21. That's after this week where we know he scored very well. He's had 100 um, this year. And in his low three, we have a 46, a 54, and a 58. And it's very similar to Harry Grant. Um, he started at 575K. He got to 715K at his peak uh, and he's 656k now. He's made 82k, so he's very close, you know, which we expected. Uh, but we worried that he wasn't quite the cook of old. Uh, well, he's had he's put together a pretty good year, and averaging 74, you know, is is close enough, uh, you know, to Harry Grant. And you would have been able to get him at a pod, you know. And if you'd run on both of them, you're a legend. Uh, another honourable mention's got to go to Cotter. Uh, he's played 10 games. He's averaging 64 and He's three-round average, meaning his minutes have gone up and his five are much, much better. So for the second sort of half of this first half of the year, his average has gone up from that to a 72.8. The three-round is a 73.7. We know he's injured now, unfortunately. He's owned, you know, by 9.2%. Uh, at, in round nine. So he was a real pod for people. Um, started at 381K, up to 598K, um, which is where he's at now. It's a massive jump of $217,000, which is basically why he's got to get an honorable mention for me. He's low three, a 43, a 51, and a 55. He's comparable to Cook uh, and Harry Grant. He's been, he's had some sort of year. So he gets the award. Uh, well, the honourable mention for me as well. Being too, you can't sneeze at over 200k uh, in profit. Moving on to the front row, it has to be IPAP. He's played 14 games. His average is 80.8 uh, for the year. Two hundreds he scored for the year. His low three is a 58, a 59, and a 59. So his lowest score of the year is a 58. That's amazing. What a weapon he is. He gets my award. Um, 688000 he started at. So he wasn't expensive. I mean, so he was expensive and, and people you know, didn't want to start with him because they thought that there was some other options that could have got you up to IPAP, but he just hit his straps right from uh, the get-go. And he peaked at 811000 that's enormous. Um, he's 743K now. He's made 55K for the year. Uh, and you really want him for that round 17 and run home, I'm sure. He's 13 points clear of the second best front rower. Uh, you know, and he was 27% owned, you know, in round nine, uh, which, you know, is, I can't believe it. You'd think he'd be one of those ones like Hass would be 50% owned by round nine. But, yeah, I think that's not a pod by any stretch, but it's pretty good ownership, you know, really. Um, my honourable mention is Clem. He's played 10 games. He's actually in second place for averages in the front row position, 67.2. Uh, he has had a, uh, a 94 as a high, so no tons for him. Uh, and his low three is a 44, a 48, a 65. Um you know, his peak own is 6.5%. So he's a real pod in the front row. Obviously, we know he's going to be around 17 number. So people, you know, have been, or well, maybe you got him a while ago. He's been scoring well. He's averaging 67. Um, he started at 487,000. He's up to 604K. So it's been a really good year for Clem. It's a real bounce back year. So he gets an honorable mention for me. Um, and Ming, Ma- Max King, you can't not mention Max King. He's been one of the contenders for cheapy of the year. He's played 15 games. His average is 48.4, which is not 
you know, ripping. But, um, you know, he's minutes have jumped from 40 to 55. And when he's uh, had that, the average is more like 63. And I think that that's great for a hold, a season-long hold, and it's helped, helped him to keep generating money um, with that minutes jump. He started at 188K. He's gone up to 429K now, uh, and that's where he is right now. Um, he's low three has been a 28 to 35 and a 38, but obviously he had low, low minutes at times, but he's been, you know, scoring well. Even you had that amazing PPM, even with the low minutes, but now that the minutes are up, he's getting 60s and 70s every week. He's been sensational. He has made a heck of a lot of money, you know, so he's been, he's got to get an, uh, an honorable mention. Uh, into the second row forward, it's been a sort of a tricky old year. Like we thought that it was all going to be David Fafida and Angus Crichton and, and all alike, and a few others have stood out to me, and the award goes to Maddo for mine. Um, Maddow's played the 12. His average is 71.3 for the year. He's had one 100. Uh, his low three is for 42, a 48, and a 52, which is very good. The reason why he wins for me is he started at 569,000, which was very cheap. Um, he's gone up to 739 at his peak, and he's held value quite nicely. He's at 714k now, and he's made a nice, healthy 145k for the year. So basically, his average is 61 minutes. Um, so basically, he's matched Murray's average for the year for cheaper uh, and with less minutes <laughs> coming off the bench. Um, until recently, you know, so he's, he's had some sort of year and obviously got him a call up into Origin, which he's been dropped from. But uh, he's gets the award for me for this year just because of value uh, and scoring. Um, you know, it's very close between these, you know, top guys. And my honorable mentions are going to go to two players. Murray is going to be one of them, but I'm going to mention Ola. Um, Ola, Ola Kitao. I can never say his bloody name. I just, it just doesn't come off my. No, Maxi, you're out there. Tell me how to say it. Um, but he's played 13 games. His average is 70.1. 100 for the year for him. His low three is a 35, a 45, and a 51. It's good when they get up into the 50s as their third lowest score of the year. He's done that this week, a 50s. Um, but he's improved his base. Um, he has made 125K. Oh, no, he's, he's made... Uh, 119k on his starting price, which was 512. Uh, 640 he was at his peak, and he's 631 now. So a nice, healthy price, you know, jump as well for him. 119k. Um, you know, and the average is only one point behind Maddo. Um, Murray, he's played 12. His average is 71.3. So all these guys are 70 and 71. There's been one 100 for Murray this year. His low three is a 37, a 54, and a 56. Um, the start price was pretty high for him, but he's made 12K <laughs> in total. Um, look, he's 8% owned uh, into, uh, you know, in, in round 15. So that's, you know, around, around 15, he was 8% owned. I can't believe that. Um, but he's up to 20, <laughs> 23.1 at his peak as well. Um, it's been a good year for Murray. I had him at a point in the year until he got injured. Uh, and, you know, I've owned all of these guys, and I think they've had a great year. I owned Matto, I mean, uh, Crichton as well and got rid of him. But um, those are my top three. Um, but I'm going to give it to Matto just because of his weapon. Back to the weapon, Matto. Uh, in the halfback, it's pretty boring, isn't it? It's Cleary. He's played 12. His average is 86.1. 
Well, it's 400s now, isn't it? Because he turned up this week. His low three is a 30, a 40, a 57. He was 948K to start the year, but he also peaked over a million dollars as the first million dollar player. Was he or was it um, Turbo? He's, mil- he's millioned up anyway, Cleary. Um, he's 777K now, and we did see people bring him in. Um, so he's actually lost 171K, but someone who's averaging 86.1. It'll be even better after this week. Um, if you take away his first two games, his average, because he did obviously come back from that shoulder, uh, that's where the low scores were. If you took away those two warm-up games, his average is nearly you know 90s, high 90, you know, mid-90s. Um, look, my honourable mention is going to be Hines. I'm not going to go over his figures in the halfback position because he also appears in my fullback uh, mention. So Cleary is the clear winner for me in that one. Um, on to 5-8. I want to say Dillbags gets my award for the year. Dillbags because I've got a few reasons. Dillbags has played 14 games. His average is 71.7 for the year, which is unbelievable. We didn't think that he was going to do it. Um this year not be that good we thought that he might improve because of his good base and he had a down year last year so we thought the only way was up um he's had 300s this year his low three is a 40 a 44 and a 47 uh which is amazing um oh i've got the printer going here i don't know what i've done i'm gonna turn it off oh goodness what's happened Ado, you're pressing buttons. Stop it. Um, yeah, so Dillbags, low 340, 40, and a 47. He started at 466,000, got to 708,000 at his peak. His ownership, you know, the low is 13.4%, uh, and then he's at his highest to 176 He's made 148 k for the year. So Dillbags gets the award for me. Munster um, is going to get an honourable mention. He's played 13 games, and look, his average is a good, nice nine points better than um, Dillbags with 400s in there. His low three is a 33, a 37, and a 43. So that base is even better on um, Dillbags than Munster, who's a great player. He's got a great base. Um, But he's made 36K um, for the year, and his starting price was high. Um, higher, so I gave the award to Dillbags. An honourable mention for me is going to be Drinkwater, who's played 11 games. His average is 73.7, so that's also better than uh, Dillbags, but he's got some lows. he got a 12 in there, um, a 43 and a 46. Started at 474k, which is similar, you know, obviously to Dillbags. 668 at his peak. He's 580k now, and he has made 105k. The reason why he gets an honourable mention also is because he was pretty podish, you know, like not super pod, but he, at his peak he was 15.4% owned, which is, you know, if you're averaging 73 and you're at that sort of ownership, um, I th- and, and same as Dillbags, they've just been great players to have in Supercoach this year. Uh, onto the centre wing, um, look, I've got a few names in here, and it's a big spot with lots of positions, so bear with me. Um, I'm giving it to May um, because he was... Got to be a contender for cheap year of the year. Played 13 games. His average is 69.3. He has one 100 in there. His low three is 39, 40, and 44. For a rookie, you know, it's a really good base, isn't it, um, of low scores. Um, he started at 252K, which I thought was a bit high, actually. He only played one last year. But uh, he got up to 547,000 at his peak. Uh, he's 533k now, and that's a whopping price rises of 280k. So, cheapy comes good. 
And I think he became a cheapie into a bona fide hold gun. He's he's won a center wing gun. You know, if you're averaging 69 points and you're a cheapie, you can, it's good enough to hold for the rest of the year. So he gets the award for me. Uh, look, Ronaldo, even though he was a bit down this week, he's played 12. It's a 70 uh, average for him with three 100s in there. Um, a low three of 13 and 24 and 41. And that shows you what it's like to own. Ronaldo relies on attack and he relies on tries. So there is a low one in there from time to time. But average of 70 for the year means a lot of good scores are happening as well. Um he started at 442k and he got up to 701k at his peak. He's 634k now and he's made 191k. So, I mean, that's pretty amazing. He's made nearly 200k, averaging 70. Uh, it's a great year for Ronaldo. Um, Talakai played 14, uh, averaging 69 points, two 100s. His lows are 23, 34, and 36. The reason why he's in there, he did have a hot start, which has sort of waned a little bit, but he's, he was 312K, and people took a punt on him early, and I, I was one of those people. Um, he got to a peak of 766K. Some people sold then and cashed in on the money because now he's down to 552K. It's still a rise of 239K. But imagine if you bought him at 312 and you sold him at 766, you've got a nice 450K profit. That's amazing. Um, So look, I think... You know, he's going to be one of those ones, if he's available for round 17, you probably want in your team because we know he can go big. Uh, but, you know, he's had a good year. You can't be denied. Um, Manu, he's played 15. He's averages 70.9. Uh, he's got four 100s. So in that center wings position, he's got the most 100s. We know that he's kind of like Mulatalo. He does rely on a bit of attack as well, and he does have a low one in him, 27, 29, and 29. So there is those low... I mean, he's got those three low scores in there and still averaging 70, like uh, Ronaldo. So the attack is good as well. Um, started at 539K, 687,000 at his peak. He's 671,000 now. He's made 132K for the year. Uh, Manu's had a great, great year this year. We know that Manu, when he plays fullback or if he goes up into the halves, we think in the centers, you know, he's not a, you know, he's not for you in super coach because the scoring is not good enough. Um, and I think this year he's really put in a lot more consistently good scores. Um, and he's had a good year. Um, Garrick, he's played 15. He's done a lot of fullback work this year. And he's not had turbo in the team, which we sort of say Saab and Garrick, they're not owned if you don't have turbo in the team. But Garrick's really come along this year and been a really good um, player, you know, when he's been on the wing, he only got a couple of games, didn't he? But he's been played most of it in the fullback position. Uh, Average is 70.4 for the year. He's got three 100s in there. The lows are 20, 31, and 36. He started at 766K, so he was way overpriced to start the year. Um, but he's at 707, uh, 703,000 now, and he's had a loss of 64,000. He's held his value really well. All of these players in here, well, with the exception of Talakai, averaging 70, some of them, like in the case of May, were very cheap, but, you know, Talakai gets in there because he was cheap as well. Um, an honourable mention, Targo, who didn't go very good this week, but his average is 60.8, but he made a whopping 240K on his starting price. Uh, and Graham, 68 uh, average, which is very good as well, um, making 133000 for the year. So a lot of big price, you know, a lot of big money made by some of these, and you can obviously move them on 
at the right times into other ones and get them when they're going on a peak and there's been some good options, you know, and pod options in the centre wing this year that have done well. Uh, in the fullback position, my award goes to Nico Hines for the year. Nico's got a handy duel uh, when it's halfback and fullback, and I've had him in both positions this year. Uh, he's played 14 games. The average is 836 which is really good. Um, four 100s for Nico. One of them's a big 185. His low three is a 35, a 44, and a 50, which is very good. Started the year at 685. At a peak, he was 867,000. He's 729K now. He's uh, made a $43,000 profit. But we didn't know whether Nico was going to be a good super coach option for us this year. We found out very quickly that he was, uh, and we brought him in. Um, look, you can't not mention Paps. I, I should give Paps the award because his average is 96.2, which is better by a good 13 points than Hines. Um, and he's got four 100s as well, uh, 193 being his highest. His low threes are 39, a 51, and a 67, which is exceptional. Started at 694,000. Got to a 929 peak, which is right now. He's made 235K. We all said at the end of last year that we were going to bring and start the year with Paps. The reason why I gave it to Hines is he's just been a bit more durable. We haven't seen Paps since round nine, um, and I wasn't going to give him the award because he's, you know, he's only played nine games. I want a minimum 10 for you to win the award, but he's been exceptional and he should get an honourable mention. Um, Honourable mention to Teddy as well. Played 14. His average is 74.5, which is a bit lower than the other two. Two 100s for Teddy, which is a little less than we're used to, um, but a top score of 144. His low three is a 28, a 32, and a 50, which is a bit lower than we're used to from Teddy, but he's still been very good, averaging 74. Um, he's 760K. He got a peak of six, 763K, and he's 760K now. You know, he's holds his value. <laughs> you know, that he's had, had a good year. Um, there was all doom and and about Teddy to start the year. Everyone's saying he's not a he's not a, a super coach option for you this year. But I think he's you know warmed up and and having a great year really um, for super coach. Those three have been the standouts for me uh, awards wise in the fullback position. Uh, there's my award show <laughs> for mid-year of awards. Tell me if I got any of them wrong and you don't agree with me. Um, but I, I picked them for my reasons and I might have been a bit harsh and left some of them, <laughs> some people out. But, you know, you can let me know in the comments if I've missed anyone. Uh, thanks for listening this week. Round 15's in the books. Uh, look, well, I think I've, we've had a look at some options that you might like to bring in for your round 17. Um, you know, we've got the origin teams, but mostly down as well. So hopefully your picture's clear about how hard you want to hit round 17 and what numbers look good. Uh, you know, and I think I'll probably be going in with 10. This week, 12.39, I think is a bit low par for me um and i might see a couple of red arrows but thanks for listening guys and we'll talk to you again on tlt So work to be done 
No place to hang out or wash in That can live it all on the sun No, no We're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue And then we'll take it higher We're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue And then we'll take it higher